We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's what the world's been lacking. It's what the world's been missing. A gaming, a sports, a talk show, a podcast, all about gaming and sports. I know the world's been missing it. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to Stick Talk, hosted by your favorite content creator himself, AA9 I'm, I'm kidding. I am AA9 Skills, but I'm probably not your favorite content creator. But I promise you this might become your favorite podcast in the world, with some of your favorite content creators coming on to speak facts about FIFA about Madden, about NBA 2K, about sports, about fantasy, the drama, the updates, everything you need to know, everything you don't want to talk about, everything we need to talk about, the good, the bad, the ugly, in one spot. Who's on the stick next? You think you good enough? You think you know it all? You got to listen, baby, for the number one, hopefully the number one podcast in the world when it comes to sports and gaming. Ladies and gentlemen, Stick Talk, once a week, coming right to your ears. And you can even watch us live get involved. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, everybody, and welcome in to the Backliners podcast, Agro and Barra as per usual. But today, we're joined by a very special uh, friend of the pod, so to speak, Panda Cat. Panda, thanks uh, thanks for taking some time out of the busy stream schedule uh, to, to join the podcast. You're, you're grinding those late night cues, my guy. <laughs> yeah, you got to do what you got to do, man. Content's content. I saw uh, I was tuning in a little bit last night um, and you were kind of getting camped. Uh, 
you you were getting ganked between towers by attack damage Jerry. Um, <laughs> it was a bit. I could tell it was that was not the only rough game of the night for you. Just if I had to guess, you know. Yeah, that's a that's a typical day that I. Sometimes you have like really good games, and then sometimes you have games like that where like you like get ganked between your towers. You live, obviously. You talk a little bit of smack, you know. You call right. them like a couple words. Right. You back. You come back, and there they are again. No point in playing this one up. Just but, yeah, a little bit unlucky. Happens. Just a little bit unlucky. Uh, I, I, we, I will. I talked to Bear last week about some of the ADC nerfs. I do think it is only fair that I give uh, you a chance to talk about how massive these two 5% <laughs> attack speed nerfs and how it completely <laughs> destroys your class and how there's no point in playing any ADCs anymore. But we can talk about that in a little bit. Uh, I want to start by talking about the SPL this week. Panda, you guys uh, played today up against Radiance. And you might, you almost had the most colossal throw I've ever seen in my whole life in game number one. You guys were up 10K at like 13 minutes. It was yeah. real, it was that big of a lead. Talk to me. Okay, so Benji steals fire. I'll bet you guys didn't care at all, right? Like, who cares? He just stole fire. Does not matter. Then Mike Hardens in mid alongside Ben, alongside Captain Twig. And then they go get gold in a tower off that, I think. Talk me through that game because that must have been like, okay, boys, it's time to stop trolling. Okay, so basically the whole game, it felt like a rank game, right? Like a like a bad rank yep. game. You just got into a bad rank queue because like Cyclones, like literally running it down and dying for waves. Like I literally just killing him <laughs> off cool You were like, like four levels up on him, man. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, like literally in the comms, I'm like, dude, this is like a bad rank queue. <laughs> and then um, we go to the fire, whatever. Sam's like, yeah, I think we could do it. And then we're like, yeah, we could do, it, we could do. It. And then uh, the Alma comes out of nowhere. We're like, oh. I'm just like just doing it. Like I'm pretty sure it was the most like lax I've ever been there in SPL set. I probably said like 20 words the entire day. I was just like really chill for some reason. And like he steals it, and I'm just like, well, like whatever. Like it's gonna be another 10 minutes now instead of five. Right. And then I'm like, all right, whatever. We lost fire. Just give me a second. Let me go back. Let me get Silver Branch. And then all of a sudden, like, yo, go in mid, go in mid. Go in mid. I'm like, uh, I'm not there. And then like one person dies, the next person dies, and they get a gold. Then they get a tower, and it's like, oh, snap. Like, we're kind of going to lose this game, huh? Um, but, uh, I mean, it's okay, you know. It adds, it adds to the, uh, the like, the, little, the fun factor. Of yeah, a little drama. Rather, you know? rather than, like, a 15-minute stomp, you get, like, a 30-minute game that's actually rather close, so. Yeah, Barry, you were, were you were watching SPL today on stream. Is that yep. is that right? What were you? Uh, obviously, I was uh, casting, so I couldn't I couldn't be watching. The, uh, otherwise, I would be watching. You understand how it is. Uh, what were what were you saying during that game? Because I really thought you guys were. I have I was like tilted for you guys, and I don't I don't root for any teams. It does not matter to me who wins. I just want like good games, and I was just like, I was just getting tilted just watching. What, what were you thinking, Barry? It felt like they were, like, half-trolling. Like, <laughs> yep. both teams were half-trolling. And it's just one of those games where, like, you can tell the pro players just aren't really giving it their all, you know? <laughs> As PCAT said, you know, sometimes you're just lax in the game. Sometimes you're just chilling. Sometimes Cyclone's running it down the lane. You're getting free kills. Hey. Then you look down, you're four levels up, and it's like, we literally can't lose this game. Yep. And I don't know... If you got to experience that mindset where it's like, I don't care what happens in this game, we're not going to lose it regardless. Like, we're this far ahead, like, no way we can lose. And then <laughs> one thing happened after another. 
And then Aurora missed the crucial Capri pluck in the last team fight, which yep. would have one shot PBM, I'm pretty sure, off of the pluck. And then they like did a terrible full commit to fire while like they're getting one shot on the backside. And it's just I don't, that that game was just weird to watch, man. Like yeah, both teams were just throwing. Yeah, I, it was just so weird because like normally two late game goats, and then like both front lines are playing really weird. Dude, and the fights abilities. were everywhere. Like it was, so, yeah. like I felt like it was hard to cast because the fights were just like so spread out and so random. It, I don't know, it was weird. I think it was game one where PBM was like initiating by just walking at them as Hercules at their blue buff, like <laughs> yep. a late game fight. And then Sam and Fine are like late on the engage on their backside. Yep. I don't think Peacock or Twig had like an influence because he got one shot off of like Sunder and Kepri pool. And it's just like, that's your initiation of just walking at them. Walking at them, baby. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird game for sure. Yeah, that one was a little bit weird. So, uh, but Radiance do bounce back. And that's the first mm-hmm. time. Game two um, is the first time that Radiance looked like how they normally look uh, coming into this. Because they've been on a really big slide. Obviously, you guys still mm-hmm. end up pulling out the big dub here, PCAT, and, and stomp them game three. But what if you having just played against them this week... What do you think has been Radiance's big struggle uh, up until this point? Like, why why do you think they've been losing? Uh, I think the the people on the team must have like the mentals of like an eight year old or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, with with all due respect, like, sure, I, I've never seen like a team of professional players tilt that hard that fast and like in a in a professional setting right like sure i don't know i feel like when you're when you're against somebody who's like level nine and they're just like running it down you're just like i it just feels like um they're probably just giving up mentally like very early like one thing goes wrong and they're just like well let's just move on to the next year or something because that's a little bit of go next like that's what it looks like from the observer's point of view and on top of like playing against it today it's just like i don't know that they just have to like kind of just like grow up i don't know it sounds so troll to say but it, it, it kind of it kind of is, is the case you know listen man it, it to borrow one from scream maybe they are you saying that they need to get a grip is that uh is that kinda, what you're saying uh, that's actually a, a good term good terminology yeah. there classic scream yeah get a grip uh barra you're what are you what's your interpretation of uh, <laughs> uh of the radiant struggle as of late you know, do it a little nicer than he can. <laughs> <laughs> Why, dude? He already... We're, he, not, we're not slow fakes out here. Come on. Hey, he blazed the trail uh, for you. It, it, no one would be, be mad at you for it. You know, I kind of agree with what Biggie said in his interview where I don't think they understand the meta too well, and I think that their shot calling has been really bad lately um, mm-hmm. in late game and kind of mid-early game-ish. They just seem to be just bad at random parts of the game. Like, it feels like all five players, or maybe Benji excluded, because I don't really see much of him, like, doing bad stuff. But I feel like they're just dying at random parts or taking weird fights. And then late game, like, you cannot do that fire giant like that. Yeah. You just... There's no reason to full commit to EFG when there's five people in front of you and, like, hopefully we get it. Like, I mean, I've done that, and I know I shouldn't do that, and that's why I Yeah, that was say, the SSG special last year. What, yeah. do you, what do you mean, man? 
Yeah, I can talk freely about what <laughs> fires you should not be doing. And I just feel like, I mean, I kind of agree with Picat, honestly, about their mentals. Sure. Like, sometimes it just seems like they're just not in it or they're just forcing things because I don't know if they're angry yeah, or tilted or, like, what it is, which is, like, even playing against them, like, what did, why would they do that? Like, why force yeah. that? Because it just yeah. seems so random. And I don't know. I think they are going through a slump. I mean, adapting has been tweeting a lot about like his own personal performance. I, I personally don't feel like adapting has been playing that poorly, but I think his ceiling is so much higher than he's playing at right now that he's taking it very harshly individually, which is understandable. Sure. He's won um, his whole career, like for the exactly. most part, right? So, so going through slumps is hard for them for sure. You've counted on restaurants. Now they're counting on you. And while many of their dining rooms still may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door. Ordering is super easy. Just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory, and many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on the way. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget, that's code BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. The wait is finally over. Football is finally back. Now, you might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure that you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great signup bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Feels like a lot of top teams are slumping right now. Not um, like Sanguine just got a big win, but that's their first mm-hmm. win in four sets. The bottom, uh, the bottom's been kind of rising up. And and Barry, mm-hmm. you guys have been a part of that, but you guys only had one game this week, right? And that was yep. uh, and that was United. against United, um, a pretty close set there. Uh, Panda, I don't know if you watched it, but if you didn't, that's fine. But uh, Barry, I want to get your uh, your your interpretation of how that set went for you guys. Uh, game one was pretty good. Um, I played really poorly individually, unfortunately. Game one, I made a lot of bad relic usage, had a few bad ults. Um. But overall, draft into their draft was pretty good. I came out of picks and bands feeling good about that set or good about that game. And then it was just really weird playing against their team because they're very, or against us, they were very objective oriented. Like anytime Baskin rotated, they were forcing gold and forcing pyro and just forcing things on the map wherever he was. So it was kind of obvious that he was like their main shot caller because of every play was just centered around Baskin. Yep. And then game two, our team fights on top of our draft were just terrible. Like, we 
had a healing backline and we kept full diving and the team fights were just terrible for us like so spread out every time and i just me and vin hated the way we were team fighting because we just weren't a part of the team fights and also their draft just beat our draft like mm-hmm. our backline picks into their front line were so trash and it was just like our picks and bands were terrible and then game three it just got even worse and we didn't play to our strengths in the early game that was probably the quickest game of the day for us because we just played our comp terribly game three. I'm pretty sure that game was winnable, but we just played it awfully game three. Yeah, sometimes I, I thought that set was pretty close, um, but it just seems like United just in that that honeymoon phase right now, um, mm-hmm. and I think that that it, it really gives you guys gives that team a huge boost. Not that you guys aren't, but I mean, adding two new players, moving Snoopy back to ADC. All of that kind of stuff, uh, all of that kind of combined probably has their mentals feeling really good. Both of you guys are, are former teammates of, uh, of Baskin's. Um, mm-hmm. how, how much from the outside looking in does it look like Baskin has done for that team? Uh, Panda, we can, we can start with you. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't really been able to watch many of the SPL sets because it kind of just lines up like right with practice time usually. Sure. Um, but just, just from what I know of Baskin as a player, he's just a very confident player who kind of just like calls what he thinks is correct. And kind of when you're playing with Baskin, people probably know the caliber of player that he is. So you kind of just like, well, sure, man, let's do this goal, let's do this fire, let's push this, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure picking him up as as much of a player boost as it is, it's probably just also like a good um, communications boost. I know Baskin's a very vocal player. He talks about what he wants to do. And he's very like pinpoint with uh, his strategy so I'm, I'm sure he's had a huge influence on that team on top of that they picked up like two friends kind of where before they were kind of like weird spots with like um genetics obviously they didn't, they didn't know very well and like right. IJ, the player they didn't know very well i feel like now all five of them are as close as you can get so I, i'm sure they've just been like synergizing much better and just playing much better together so yeah, definitely. Barra, do you think uh, Baskin's made that big of a dis- difference for that team? To, to I mean, they were, they were 0-10, and now they're 3-0 since making the pickup. I think that team, regardless, just needed a mental reset. And I think picking yeah. up friends, uh, as Picat said, is just the best way to do it. So it doesn't feel like, oh, I have to go to work today and scrim today, and we just lost 10 sets in a row. It's like, oh, we get to scrim with our friends today. And this isn't as bad because we're now winning games and now we're winning sets. And so when you're at the bottom and you start to win, everything is good. Like they're right. going to go through such an amazing honeymoon phase right now that they might be like top three, I would say, if they continue with their streak upwards. Because right now they're playing really well. And also, um, I don't think many teams know how to play against their new style. So it's just kind of, I don't know, playing against them just felt like I wasn't playing against a normal SPL team. Yeah. It just felt really different. And they're the boat gang, like, dude. They're, they're all, last year's Armada squad <laughs> in the minor league. It's, oh, it's sure. literally all four members of Armada plus Heroin. Like they're just, they're yeah. just boat ganging on people. How do you compete? Don't remind me of that. <laughs> yeah, Panda knows <laughs> all about the boat gang, man. That, that's, that was a fearsome squad, though. I don't know if Hurry. Too much could execute the Erlong mid with boots to double chalice start. No, no, no. He's not built for that. He's not built like Meerkat. Meerkat, yeah, Meerkat just 
totally uh, mentally strong. As Mask is pointing out, that was a different roster from the Armada that <laughs> beat them. Yes, Mask was on the roster that beat Panda Cat. Everyone knows. Everyone remembers. It was Mask just completely owning. I'm sorry, Mask. Yeah, uh, yeah Mask Rat. The they, they didn't ban Mask Rat, man. <laughs> what were they thinking? Um, all right. Real quick. Uh, last week, Panda, I made fun of Barra because I don't think these ADC nerfs uh, are going to change a whole lot of anything. Uh, it was 5% on Atalanta's, 10% on Atalanta's passive, which is more relevant, and then 5% attack speed as well on Silver Branch. Can you can you be the one ADC with a brain, man? Can you be letting everyone know that these are not, like, ADCs are still OP and no one needs to worry about how underpowered they're going to be after this? Okay, I definitely wouldn't say ADCs are OP. Okay, man. Objectively speaking, the sidelines are the worst roles in the game. Oh, okay, man. If your 3v3 is losing, you're losing. That's just how it is. Well, yeah, it's more um, people. Exactly, which means the role is just, it, it doesn't do anything. Oh, okay, <laughs> like, man. Dude, how many SPL sets have I won slash lost with zero impact in the game? I can uh, probably, good amount. It, it probably goes up to like five or six sets at this point. But, um, I mean, the nerf probably aren't going to do anything. The only thing they're going to do is just reduce the effectiveness of Silver Branch on, like, non-Steroid Hunters and Steroid Hunters because you're just not going to attack speed cap as fast. Yeah. But, I mean, you're still going to be probably as strong as you were, just just a little weaker. But it's, I doubt you're going to, like, be in a team fight full build and be like, oh, my God, this 10%. Like, I, <laughs> I, I would have killed back. that guy. Yeah, I need it back. <laughs> do you think... Do either of you think the builds are going to massively change or is there anything you guys are thinking about trying out uh, on the new patch? Or do you think that you'll be trying to stick to the same build and, and the same sort of steroid hunters? I try to play on her, man. That jump's going to be sick. Dude, and Apollo. Those buffs are big, man. Come I don't on. Know about the Apollo. Come okay. On. The issue with Apollo is that when you start channeling that ult, you can literally like run to the kitchen, grab a cup of coffee, <laughs> the bathroom, come back, and you'll just be taken off. That that's the problem with Apollo. Not, yeah, not but as that. You can go anywhere on the map after that, baby. The whole the world is your oyster. If you get if you get in the sky, sure. Yeah, but that's fair. Getting getting up there has been his issue. I, I mean, yeah, both both reworks are definitely gonna feel like big quality of life changes, especially on her, because I don't know how many abilities just cancel his jump over and over again. Oh, so, so many. Holy, did Terra 2, I've been like hit by so many Terra 2s midair, it's just like, I'm sorry, playing Terra 2. <laughs> so, how fast uh, do they make the jump? I think it's like over Is half, over, treatment? over like 50% yeah, kind of faster. I don't oh, know. I haven't got a chance to test it at all. Uh, oh, it's actually going to be big for the like all engage as well. Like when you're getting jumped on. It's, yeah. Is it jump speed or just take off? It is the 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 pre and post fire. I think is is faster. So that oh that whole animation is smooth. I don't think the animation mm -hmm. itself is any faster. If I remember correctly, oh, like okay. the how how far or how fast he travels, mm -hmm. but he gets off the ground like more than fifty percent faster. I'm pretty sure. That's actually insane. Which is going to be a big deal. You actually get to, like, react to, to stuff with, with on yeah, yeah. which is something that you really never could before. Um, okay, here's, uh, here's what I wanted to talk about, our main topic tonight. This was suggested by someone on Twitter. I forget who it was, so I apologize. But there have been a lot of iconic ranked players throughout the years. People who have really taken over the queues. Legendary names, uh, Smurfs <laughs> included, of course. And with Panda playing as much ranked as he is, 
I mean, he's getting a full he's getting a full dose of of attack yeah. damage, Jerry, every single night. Um, <laughs> double dose, double dose, even at times. Maybe even Frank gets it at the exact same time, which is also uh, which has also been tearing up the rank streets, from what I can tell. Who are some, when you think of the most iconic ranked players uh, in Smite's history? Uh, who are some of the first names that that come to mind for you guys? Dark Black. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. He's on my list. That's that's the first name I think of. No, I no boots. No boots. Frostbound rush Arachne with the old old. Yep. I, I knew even, like too high in rank at the time, but I remember watching every stream. I think I used to watch Vera as well, just back in the days. Like you'd get the dark black queue and you'd be like, "Well, all right, well, you can <laughs> really hard or like just pop off." I remember when I first got I got my first dark black queue. Uh, I remember when I got in it. And I was like, yes. And then I realized he's on my team and I was like, wait a minute. And then we did lose that game. But that, that was like, I made it, you know, like I was in, I was in the no boots queue. That was, that was big fair. For me. He, he was the meta inventor. Cause mm-hmm. if you remember shortly after everyone flamed him for not going boots, they like buffed the hammers and they buffed like, what was it like? The old hammer that used to give you power for prots or whatever. That was old uh, Runeforge. Yeah, it was that meta, and then everyone was rushing hammers and stuff, and everyone was doing the dark, dark black method. It was it was so troll because everyone was hating on him, but he's, he was just well ahead of his time. What can I say? He built the Genius. weirdest builds and built all the items that people never normally built. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember them anymore because the items are so old. But literally every item no one built, he built it. Yeah, I don't know if he built it to just be different or if he just wanted to be special i don't know he wasn't even like that bad of a player sometimes he would just everyone flamed it because his builds were not meta his god picks were not meta and he would just run it down mike is saying midgardian scotty uh in the chat was that that was that a dirk black special is that do you that was my that? special what? Yeah, that was a pcat special that was your that was special. special what yeah, that that. third item third item <laughs> Midgard scotty was the best best iteration of scotty there was available so when the, wasn't it at the beginning of this year that everyone was uh, that everyone was t- like building Sov on ADC like wasn't Cyclone building Sov on ADCs that yeah. were you yeah. like come on man I, I've already invented this <laughs> <laughs> um, no I, I didn't really comment on the Sov build I didn't think it was that great so you know, I'm gonna take credit for the things that are good not- oh okay yeah 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 that one's all Cyclone if, if, if it was popping with top oh that's me that's <laughs> defense third has always been uh, always been the the max thing until it's good at least um, it, it used to be trans boots like midguard titan's bane wing blade imagine oh. killing scotty with that build can't do it imagine can't. being able to do damage in this current era with that build oh uh, nowadays yeah but that was like busted scotty that was like pre all the changes and like everything was super broken like your dog hit for like 130 of your power or something like that <laughs> yeah oh thank god that god's not in the meta anymore you two are scotty abusers man i don't i know that i'm not i'm alone in my scotty hatred but i am so glad that god is not in the meta and I hasn't love been that character and hopefully never will be again uh Barra, who who were some of the first names that you came up with for uh, for iconic ranked players uh my next one was a uh, dirty bubble of course Yep, and the man literally defined the entire meta. Now rank. hold on, I have because I because I I talked to to some of the boys before this about some iconic ranked players, including I should have led with this. I'm gonna I'm gonna uncover some Smurfs later on in this uh, in this show, at, allowed allowed by the yeah. So this is a this is a big podcast. I should have teased oh, that no. man. What am I doing? Anyways, uh, 
That's that's going to be a big part of it. Meerkat claims that Bickham was the one who really started the dirty bubble meta. That's what he claims. The then Mirage kind of took it into the jungle, but Tank Mage Solos was a Bickham special uh, back in the day. And that's his claim. That's his claim. Mike is corroborating in the chat. He says Dirty Bubble Meta was because of Bickham and Mirk. So, I'm just saying. Can you prove it? Yeah, can you prove it? <laughs> what proof do you guys want to see? say Dark Black, or whatever his name was, built Hades Solo Tank, and therefore... Okay, well, Hades made a tank solos into the game. Okay, sure. I mean, let's go. I'm talking like well, tank well, opwash every game. You know, like okay. that was Bickham. I literally only remember Dirty Bubble doing that. Really? I think I remember Bickham doing it sometimes, but it's like you know when you say a joke and then nobody laughs and somebody says it. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Bubble just said the, the joke louder. Yeah, yeah. Dirty Bubble. He probably just like changed the joke a little bit, so he got everyone laughing. Mm-hmm. But. Right. Hey, the listen. Originator might have been I, I think that's fair. Look, I'm not not calling it the dirty bubble meta. Uh, I'm just saying that that apparently Bickham and Mirk deserve some sort of credit uh, for for that whole thing starting off. I'm surprised none of you guys have said Mask quite yet. Mask is like, well, we're two names in. Okay, dude. Yeah, I think Mask might be the names. number one <laughs> NA ranked player of all time. Man, he was legendary. Back in the day, he was he was ruining cues left and right because he was just jungle diffing everyone because jungle is so OP. Yeah, there Thank was a time. Uh, there definitely was a time. Also, he did want me to mention that he was ruining cues uh, by jungle diffing more recently than you guys might have realized. Smurf reveal number one on the podcast. Mask also ran cues under the tag Glitter Spitter uh, just a few just oh. a few years ago. I knew that one. Oh, Baron knew that Winter one. Winner Spitter, what? Yeah, dude, he was. He was. Uh, games. I literally never played against any in my life. That's tough for you, Winter man. Spitter. Or maybe maybe it's good because uh, he he was he was popping off uh, under that tag for sure. Um, I know a couple of Mask Smurf names. There's a uh, Iced Out Cameo is a good one. <laughs> again i don't know if i'm allowed to say it but i saw camry's a good name i'm out, man. In, I'm out in all the smurfs dude whoa whoa, 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 whoa. i got permission to out smurfs here panda i just want to make sure that you get permission too because th- this is well, not what this podcast what, is gonna what be like it's not like i don't get sniped anywhere like camped anyways like Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right, Panda. Who who are some other uh, iconic players that uh, that come to mind? Iconic rank players. I mean, I'm sure uh, Drogon is going to be mentioned on this list, right? Drogon story. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what that, are that, you that, saying, that, man? That's, uh, I was, I was no, literally that's, like, that's I don't joke. recognize that's this name joke. at all. Yeah, nah, DS one. DS one is getting pretty iconic nowadays 100 100 percent. if only for play style alone right like ds1's play style it used to be that he was a loki one trick uh but now it's just the play style um Mm -hmm. it's it's refusing to fight in lane at all for any reason whatsoever (laughs) he plays every character like they're loki i watched this man play scylla put his three in the jungle before he walked into lane, walk up, crush the wave for half his, H- half his HP, and then three into the jungle away so that no one could hit him. Like, no risks, dude. Don't take any risks. Solo laner is like, 
That lane is already so boring, man. How does he find a way to make it even more boring? <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, what's the point? I mean, just, I enjoy the Loki playstyle, so I respect DS1. What? Wait, what? What? I, dude, Say that again. I mean, if I was a ranked player, I would play Loki every game. The playstyle is just fun. Getting able to ruin nine people's games has to be enjoyable. You're a griefer. You're a griefer. Yeah. So you're griefing is what you're saying. Yeah. I would split push every game. Oh, my God. Mm. Barra. I'm sorry. Panda Cat, are you going to be free roughly every Sunday from here until the end yeah, of the SPL at 8 p.m.? Because I'll make sure. <laughs> I might need to replace my ADC here, man. Okay. I can't believe you said that. I wasn't expecting that from you. Yeah, that's disgusting, man. I thought you were going to go with, like, the I appreciate the playstyle, but I never thought you'd yeah, say not the I, I would do that myself. Yeah. I used to snipe the Smite game streamers and ruin their games. Like, back when Dry Bear, like... Really? Uh, Barra? Yeah. You were, you bad boy. Uh, I would know. Yeah, the golden child of Smite <laughs> used to snipe? I what? I used to the Saw game, focusing the entire time, and he was just <laughs> raging the entire time on screen. <laughs> It would, like, be me, Sausage, Boosh, and, like, Heater and all those boys. Oh, boy. And we would just get a Dolby axe on and just snipe whoever was on Smite game. Dude, I miss the Dolby days. I do. That was, uh, <laughs> that was, that was a good voice program. I love Dolby. Um, were, you, did, were, were you playing under the Barracuda tag, or did you have a Smurf in which to grief? Yep. Okay. No, I was unknown back then, so I was just Barracuda. You were just a... a dude, I wonder if Dry Bear was like, oh, Barracuda on Vicious and Delicious. This guy sucks. He snipes my assault cues and feeds. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was before that era. I think it was right before I got known. I would just... I don't know, it was just mo like the most fun you could do. I like snipe Lass and... Uh, I can't remember who else uh, streamed on Smite Game, but it was literally whoever streamed. Like, oh yeah, Chir wait, Chirby streamed Smite Game? Did he? Yeah. He, he streamed a lot of Smite, but I don't know if he was on the channel. Like, it was like SNK. Yeah. It was like SNK and like Trendkill and those guys. Oh, wow. uh, I think they were mostly on the channel, but I, I don't really remember. Okay, so on the topic of Loki, um, who has the most... There is a correct answer to this. Who has the most iconic ranked Loki of all time? Is it... Okay. You're really warming up Meerkat, aren't you? Of yeah, course yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. Of course I am. It's obviously Meerkat, but let me give the options first. All right, let me give the options. You got DS1. You got Meerkat if you want to be right. You've got uh, T-Souls, the, the Loki one trick. Was There was one more, right? Um, Professor Loki. Professor T2 Loki, T2T4, yep. Um, all of those guys were Loki one tricks, and this is really just me saying Meerkat was the best out of all of them. Because he was the only battle Loki, man. He would get in there. He wouldn't just okay. split push every game. If there's a Loki on my team, I don't want him to battle Loki. What do you mean? That's yeah, the only way to play Loki. You should literally just go split push. Oh, unless you're Meerkat. Did you guys see the dominant performance <laughs> Meerkat put in at the at the NA uh, whatever <laughs> collegiate championships where he picked whatever. Loki? Yeah, I don't remember what they're me? called. I don't remember what they're called, dude. You're I gassing him up if you're calling the tournament whatever. <laughs> listen, listen, man. NA the, whatever tournament. He's a collegiate he's champ. Like, That's all I need. Whatever at. Yeah, yeah, you're doing a great I job. Mean, here. Keep going. What? To be honest, go ahead. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? Okay, I never knew how bad some Loki one tricks are. Like, <laughs> we still like talking Meerkat tell, here or what? Meerkat <laughs> <laughs> doesn't stream Loki gameplay, but like that's true. Or even I, I didn't really play against much Meerkat Loki, thankfully in ranked. I think it's he's moved. The time. He's moved on past that. You know, he's yeah. uh, he's he's improved as a person. But um, I feel like DS1's kind of uh, been tutoring us this whole time. Because like when you play against like the other Lokis, it's like 
marginally worse. And I'm not yeah. even kidding. Like, like I played against T Souls and like Professor Loki on Loki, and it's just like way, way, way easier to play against them. And it's like yep. I never even knew how like <laughs> intricate that kit gets to where like you could tell the difference between like a really good Loki and like a supposedly good Loki. Mm-hmm. So, man, I'm a Loki main. Yeah, a little, little fact right there. Fact there you there. go. I, I'm sure DS is going to very much appreciate that gas. Uh, at this it point, is. DS <laughs> is definitely the best. Uh, he's definitely the best Loki player now. I'm just saying, Mirkan at the peak. You know, we got We got to give credit no. where it's due. He was. Okay, you guys are. All right, that's fine. You guys could be wrong. It doesn't matter if you guys are wrong. <laughs> he's, a, he's a hard second though, for sure. Mirkan's okay, a hard second. All right. I think he's third but you know well it was like stealth summer split that was what he called it where he would just play morgan loki every single game and just like be impossible to play against man it was just uh, i hated those days because i had to play because i was hitting cues and i would get meerkat loki and he would just focus me and it felt it did not feel good um okay barra you got anyone else on your list because i've got i've got some still but we can we can go to you um well i wanted to ask you guys i couldn't remember their name I still have more on my list, but I couldn't remember the name, but it was a name in full caps and all that it was spam ranked. Was it the L's? No, it was like, hmm. uh, I wanted to ask Zab because I know he was in Zab's games a lot, but it wasn't iconic for being good. It was iconic for being like a really bad player. Was it like a, was it a word in all caps or was it literally just like? Cap- I want to say it was like 12 or 13 letters long and it was, I think it was like two words. But they they queued so much ranked. I think it was like season four, season five. Um, but we'll come back to them. Hopefully, someone in chat. Pickinator. That was it. Pickinator. Pickinator. Dude, Pickinator. Uh, what happened to that him. guy? How did he drop out of the queues, huh? I have no idea. I, dude, his era of just feeding in everyone's ranked games was awful. Yeah. That was terrible. But next one, uh, full penetration for me. Mm, um, that's, a, that's a throwback. The on her guy. Played on her literally every game. And then I have another one of Apper. Yep. Apper just deserves, every time you talk about ranked, Apper deserves to be talked about. And then Dude, I will say, hold on, before you move on from Apper, yeah, first of all, obviously jungle is the most important role in ranked, and it literally is not close. Okay. Yeah. Apper, if I had to win a ranked game against a bunch of, like, gold players for, for my life, I would first draft Apper. Like, if my whole family's life depended on winning a ranked game against gold players, Apper would be my number one selection. Baskin would be number two. Because Apper just knew how to murder noobs with a Willix. Like, that dude was the best noob killer I have ever seen. Like, no one could, no one could ever beat that guy if he got a Willix, and they were a bunch of noobs. It, it just yep. wasn't possible. Iconic. I would pick him to play like against top ranked players because at his peak he was destroying literally pro junglers on a Willix. And then he got a Willix band and yep. what? No, then he got Susano. Yep. <laughs> oh, the Thanatos, I remember. Yep. I, re- I remember that one. And next one for me, and then I'll let you go, is Wolfie2032. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. I also remember my first game. Uh, I remember my first game that I got in with Wolfie. I think it was season two. I got in a game with Last Zap and Wolfie, but Last and Zap were on my team. This was Curse Voice Peak. By the way, Curse Voice oh, yes, dude, was the best. Curse. Okay. So I'm a complete noob. I have no idea what I'm doing. I get off rolled into solo lane. And I have to, and Wolfie 2032 is playing Hunbat solo against me. And he like solos me like three times. And Zap <laughs> and Last are just 
raging at me the entire time <laughs> in curse voice and i couldn't even be upset because i was inting and we lost that game because because i got rolled by 2032's uh hunbat solo i have to I've, I've lived with that ever since guys that's rough uh, fun fact about wolfie he actually kept me he gatekeep me or gate kept me i guess out mm-hmm. of the spl really he, yeah he beat, me, he beat me in uh sml relegations by Man. going crit uler and like <laughs> farming my team it was like back when i played with like a, a duro and um oh like the good old days yeah yeah dude that man's that man's crit uler is never gonna be forgotten it was really like uh it was like it was like team flex at the time it was like him last maddie and like a couple other people but he literally mm-hmm. just like hard carry. That's what I remember Wolfie for. But like, yeah, Wolfie kind of is a rank minus home. He's been Back he's been there for years, dude. He, the Wolfie, the twenty thirty two hell. When he starts pulling the hell out, <laughs> you know he's lost a lot of games. You know, <laughs> like he upset at that point. Oh, wait, one more. Are we allowed to drop Zap here? Of course. Okay, because Zap's ZQ, an iconic ranks player. Exactly. ZQ's been around for since like season one, season zero. People have been sniping those since. Smite came out, and I feel like Zap deserves to be dropped in the name Crowned. of ranked players. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Sorry, you can go. I've always said if I tune into a stream, a Zap stream, which I will tune on, I will at least turn on Zap stream almost every night that he's streaming because mm-hmm. it's it. On the off chance you get a drunk Zap stream, you're set for the rest of the evening. Like there's no point in tuning into anyone else, dude. Drunk, Z- drunk Steve streams. Wow, just a work of art. Um, I do have Sino a while ago made a ranked all-star tier list for NA. Uh, and neither of you have mentioned anyone. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see here. Neither of you have mentioned anyone above C tier, uh, which, which I find interesting. The dirty bubble season two is in Sino's C tier alongside Wowie season three and met Yankee season one. Met Yankee was Met was a, a multi-role all-star back in the I day. I love Met. How could you not love Met, dude? I dude, love that guy. His personality. Every time you got him in your rank game, like if he was on your team, you just knew, regardless of what happened, you were going to have a good time. Yep. And just he was his vibing. I, he was. Oh, Barra. Every time I got in the game, I would just laugh. Oh, okay. Well, he laughed, but you relied, but uh, we're back, so we're good to go. Yeah, we, we, heard, we heard what you said. Yeah, we heard. Part of it. Um, we heard okay. the last part. <laughs> Here is the S plus tier. <laughs> Here's the S plus tier. He, Sino has Mask Season 0, Season 1 in S plus, and UG Season 4 as an S plus oh. tier ranked player. Thoughts on that? Season 4? Yeah, Season 4. You, what about... Oh... We're missing homie FA season two, season three. Yep. You're missing homie, homie FA. Homie used to dominate the Qs, man. I remember those days. Yep. Those yep. Days. Homie was a ranked Q dominator. Uh, we also didn't mention sure. Pagon, by the way. Like, Pagon has been a ranked monster. It's only been, like, last year and this year, but, like, oh, he's been dominating. I just realized it was ranked all-stars. I've just been naming people I remember in ranked <laughs> <laughs> I think me and Barry are just naming like iconic ranked yeah, players. That's, like, no, that's like fair. Good ranked players. Like, I don't think. I don't think like people that, who you see all the time. No, I think that yeah, that yeah. fits very nicely. Those are those are going to be on the All Star <laughs> team. You know, that's that's what All Stars are just popular like popularity contests for the most part. Mm-hmm. He's definitely yep. uh, all those definitely deserve to be on there. Um, 
So, so the S plus tier is only Yuji and Mask. Then the S tier is Paul season five, Mollusk season five. The Paul Mollusk duo queue was uh, was pretty big. The Sinosure CV season two duo queue mm. is in is in the S tier, and then Awesome Jake season four uh, in particular. But Awesome th- that was when that was his solo days, if I remember correctly, uh, yep. when he was Awesome ganking mid lane Osiris level one. Uh, thoughts on thoughts on that S tier? You guys uh, in agreement there? Jake deserves S tier for like season four through season six because there was yep. a ranked game I watched with PCAT where he was Aries and blinked into the first wave. And I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> and then proceeded to die three more times, and I was dying laughing while you were raging. So yeah, Jake, Jake's. Jake's like, uh, Jake's been better recently, but uh, yeah, Jake was definitely on my bad side for a while. Well, he got a he got a talking to, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. warned thank, to stop feeding. Thank God. <laughs> okay, that night that Bears talked about. Okay, it wasn't even a fun night, dude. I was really raging because he picked Kali support, went full damage, and did, and then like the game after that, did the same yeah. thing, like picked some random character, and did, and then I. Bro. Yeah, yeah, Obo Rat went like 0 and 15. And then the game after that, I think I got like an Artemis request or something, and he goes, Ares. And I'm like, I think I told him in the lobby, like, just please don't feed this game. I take it seriously. And he like blinks on the first wave, <laughs> gets like slowed by Terror Yamoja and killed. And I'm like, okay, I, I just don't want to play this game anymore. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, so Listen, man. Quite was that the night, Barra? You and I watched a vod of of Jake trying to solo end as Guan Yu. Was that that same? Like the the Titan was like eighty percent health. Yeah, I, was say, I was in that Guan game, dude. I was in that Guan game. He was like horsed into Titan room and like hit it three times and like heal and dashed out of the out of the room. And I was like, what? what is, like how is this allowed? Listen, he's definitely gotten marginally better as a teammate so yes he is definitely definitely improved um some other ones notable on the list here then uh then i've got some more that i want to that i want to hit on for sure solo retrol season six definitely Mm -hmm. deserves a shout out sam for soccer and this we'll we'll get into this one a little bit later sam has been uh a ranked all-star for for a while but season four is, is where sino has him listed as his peak ranked season um which is probably fair. Meerkat season five, Incon season zero, and Jaja season zero. I remember, I remember Jaja's games. Jaja, uh, yeah he he uh did, he renamed to Doctor J after a while, but he was like an Aries one trick. Um, yep. who was also a very bad person for the record. He was yep. very toxic and uh, and no fun to play with at all. He liked me, but he would donate me with like messages that were completely against Twitch TOS, and <laughs> I would freak out every time. I'm like, I would try to like scramble to like my Streamlabs or whatever I had open at the time and try to close the donation message as quick as possible because I just saw the words. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, not a good person, but uh, you know, good at Mike. Yeah, he was good at Aries for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Someone, uh, we have to talk about Baskin uh, in, in Ranked because he, <laughs> he is kind of a, an entity <laughs> upon himself, if you ask me. I think there is no worse smurfer on the whole planet than Baskin Robbins because he cannot not do Baskin stuff for one single game. And what I mean by that is he can't 
not mechanic like try to mechanically outplay everyone while simultaneously doing dumb stuff right <laughs> it's not like he's gonna try hard every game because lord knows he won't mm-hmm. but he will be doing some things that only baskin would try to do and i feel like it is so easy to detect baskin smurfs my recent uh, one of my recent favorite ones i don't know if it was this year or last year um but when he was a Wukong one trick and play and his Smurf name was bird form only. And he, and he would literally just bird form in team fights. <laughs> That's all he would do. He would only use the bird. Uh, Baskin, as he put it, um, Baskin can do it all on the Smurf game. Um, he can role play. He had the best names. Uh, he he kind of did it all. And I think he deserves some credit for that. I think the best Baskin Smurf name that I can remember is not, not Baskin or not, <laughs> not, 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 I was like one of the, not, it was like, yeah, it was not, not Baskin. Not, not Baskin, like not, not Baskin. Yep. And I was just like, I was like, yo, you, oh no, he had a name where he had Baskin with a character first. He had yep. like Baskin with like a character A. And then a lot of people were like, Baskin, like whoever you are, you're not allowed to impersonate. He's like, what do you mean? <laughs> and then he switched it to like, not, not Baskin and like, just played like random gods and like trolled or fed. And then some games popped off and it was really hard to tell whether it was him or not. But then at the, after like a while, I was like, this is definitely Baskin. So, My favorite yeah. part. Uh, so a lot of times everyone will just be on like sitting in our discord and like Q and ranked and Baskin will like Baskin loves playing one game on a Smurf with everyone and then instantly changing his name and being like, man, I, you guys are never going to know it's me. I'm not hitting this next cue, but trust me, whenever I hit my cue next, like, you'll never know it's me. And then they'll get into lobby and it'll just be like, not Baskin is the top elo. And they'll go, so this is obviously you, right? And he goes, what? No, it's not me. And it's just so it's just so funny. He also recently. Uh, had two different variations of Scream with five M's, but different yeah. characters on like the M's. He had two he different like R one of the times. Yeah, like it was like it was like Scream M M R N M M. And he'd play like a policy support every game, and I was like, okay, this is definitely basketball. Meerkat told me one time they were scrimming, and he scrimmed on one of the Scream accounts the first game. <laughs> And then said, hey, I, I'm going to switch back. Uh, I'm going to switch real quick in between games. And then just got on his other Scream account <laughs> instead of switching <laughs> to his main, which is a very funny bit. Um, yeah, Baskin Smurfs, I feel like, are always some of the easiest to detect. I also feel like Sam has some of the easiest Smurfs to detect, if you know how Sam likes to type. Because Sam, the way Sam types is very, yeah. is very unique. Um, but... One of his most iconic Smurfs, I don't know if it was ever uncovered until right now. Do you guys remember the fearsome, last year, the fearsome Sugma-Ligma duo? Yeah, I knew that was them. I thought that was Sam and Snoopy. It was Sam and Snoopy. Yeah, Sam and Snoopy. Sam and Snoopy. There you go. I'm a genius. You're a genius, huh? Look at how proud he is. Look at Barrett grinning over there, dude. Look at him. What is that? I mean, I, I'm pretty sure like all the pros do that, that smurf. No, I, I knew about it. Like, no, that is like not true because after. because Zeros, who was who was doing desk work for us, would always come in and he would go, "Who is Sugma?" <laughs> <laughs> he always ask. He'd be like watching a stream in the green room. And be like, "Who is Sugma?" And I thought it was literally the funniest <laughs> thing I'd ever heard. Every single day, he really needed to know. Um, 
and he he got there eventually but uh mm-hmm. but it, it was it was a little bit of time uh before that before that came out yeah snoopy as well um definitely dude snoopy showed because we were talking about this uh earlier snoopy showed how many ranked games he has on his account and it's like seven thousand ranked games played which is oh no no excuse me not yeah on his main account nine point three thousand ranked games which is crazy uh for context mask has 4.5k so he has double masks ranked games and Mask is slamming oh. Qs. Wait, what's like what's like the average number of like? I have no like idea. I, I kind of want to go open my Spider account and check. Like, do it right now. Go for it. Yeah, I'm doing uh, it right now. Let's go check. I'll, I'll fill a little bit. You know, that's kind of that's what I'm here for. That's I, no I bet I'm anywhere from like probably like three thousand, maybe. I don't know. I don't. It just depends on how much we would, we would be scrimming. Yeah, I mean, there there was a big trade since my where I just never Q ranked at all. It was like yeah. got all the scrim and got off. And yeah, I feel like you weren't a big uh, ranked player uh, in like through what like season season four, season five. Like I don't remember you playing a whole lot of ranked those days, Panda. Yeah, I mean, it was like yeah, right after season four, like after Worlds, I didn't queue for like a while, and then three season four, I really didn't play at all, and then season five, I didn't play much either. It was like when I when I swapped to mid, I started playing more, but before that, I basically never played. Yeah, I just never found it that fun. All right, match. Wait, where do you even check this? Accolades? Uh, yeah, I believe it'll be under accolades. I don't know. I only got a little screenshot. It looks like one of the little. Oh, at- I, I don't know how to describe it. Matches. Oh, matches. Here it is. Here it is. Five point six k for me. Five point six. Three point nine. Yeah, that's how much. Well, you like you said, you you kind of had a, a little bit of a down period. Chad is asking how many uh, Zap has, and I think that's a fantastic cool. question. Zap's been I like. Would- the ranked guy. I want to see if Wolfie, Mogal, or Zap has the most. Mogal, you think, huh? Honestly, it's probably Wolfie. Dude, Dude. when I didn't queue ranked and I used to like check leaderboards, just like see like oh who's you know who's been doing well. You know, like if the like, games played like one and lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'd have like out of like thirty games won, twenty eight games lost or something, and like you'd scroll over Wolfie twenty thirty two and it'd be like seven hundred games won. <laughs> 700 yeah. games lost. I was like, Bro, <laughs> you have played the same amount of rank this split as I've played in like three years of Smite. Yep. Like that. It's, it was insane. Beast. So I, I would actually probably argue that it could be, well, it probably could be Zap as well, though. Uh, Sam says he's at 5.6K, and then he says it's kind of nuts. I'm like tied with Barra, and he started, and Sam started season two. I step your mm-hmm. game up a little bit, Barra. You gotta, you gotta be slamming some more well, keys, bro. I will say once you reach pro level, and uh, you start to get those sniped games, oh. and ranked becomes not so fun anymore. And I'm sure if Peacock continues to stream a lot, he will reach this mental state of, I don't want to play ADC anymore. I'm halfway and... there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a you you kind of queued at the worst times, though. Like, you mm-hmm. were you were prime snipe time, right? Like, oh, I stream like, like 10 to like 3 in the morning, like. I feel like that's kind of prime snipe snipe time too, though, Panda. It's it's like to snipe to snipe on a Smurf at that time. It's much easier to like kind of fish Mm. out who's who. Sure. Whereas like during during the day, there's like probably like twenty x amount of people playing. So like you you literally don't know who's like some random rank player, some SPL player, just like some random dude. Like it's very hard to tell. But like at night, if I randomly have some dude in my lobby who's like just popping off game after game, and it's like, well, 
your options are pretty limited to like mm-hmm. like 20 different people i'd say and then like based on role and stuff it's way easier to understand like oh this guy is obviously x or whatever mm-hmm. so. yeah but yeah it's kind of the way it goes um but yeah i think uh obviously we don't have uh, anyone from EU on the show. So I'm sure there are some EU iconic ranked players that were, were missing, Johnny? but Johnny, of course, I don't know how much if he, if he like dominates rank, but I assume with how he dominates like minor yeah. league. I swear there's two SPL player or two players that every European person I've ever talked to are like, so praised. It's like, it's, it's like basketball level mm-hmm. and it's Johnny and Dardes. Those two people dude. if you talk to any European player, they're like just the goats. Like, not beatable, like best players on the planet, just having on the right opportunity or whatever. And yeah. I mean, I, I think Dardis is really good. I haven't played against Johnny or watched him much, but if I've played with so many European people, and I'm like, you know, they're just like, dude, if Johnny was in these queues, he would be beating everyone. I'm like, <laughs> I've never even seen Johnny play a game of Smite. Like, how is he this good? He plays like, nothing but late game assassins. He only plays like Kali, Alquang, and like and like a little bit of Baka. Um, but he just slams auto attack assassins. And he's just good at killing the worst player on your team over and over yeah. and over again. And he's gotten a lot better at, at a competitive level for sure. He's definitely a talented player. I personally do not think his play style would work at the SPL, but maybe it could. I don't know. It could it just probably take some time to adjust. Is uh, he on the number one European team? Uh, yes. Yeah, he's on belt slap. Yeah. He's, uh, he's kind of he's kind of the beast. Uh, I've heard so much about them lately. Sorry. Just no, that's all right. We'll keep talking about like how insane they are. And uh, how good they- Undermined in chat says if Guru, if Smite Guru is right, it shows seventy two hundred ranked matches in season three only for Wolfie. No yeah, way. That That's is no way that is like right, not man. possible, man. So Forsby in chat says Wolfie twenty thirty two has sixteen thousand ranked games. <laughs> that has got to be the most no in the whole way. game, man. That has got if that is true. If that number is, is accurate, I don't know. I don't know. Apparently not, because people are. Uh, are trying to do it oh that's up to season three okay that makes way more sense so up to season three uh or from season three onwards i think is what chad is meaning to say it's 7200 because they don't have stats from pre-season three mm-hmm. yeah mirk you think that meerkat says he might have more on all of his accounts i find that hard to believe dude i i mean i know meerkat is not a rank but wolfie streams well like Every single day, like eight hours a day, nonstop yeah. rank queues. Yeah, like, he took a break for a little bit. No, stop. Yeah, he, he took a break, but he, I used to see him every every day at the same time, like graveyard shift, yep. just hitting like two to ten a.m. rank queues, mm-hmm. like yep. every single day. Like, yep. I was just like, I mean, good for you, man. Your mental is insane. He was literally the reason my ranked queues got changed because of so many people sniping him during the night. Yep. I can't remember what the change was exactly, but I was really angry about it because it was really bad for us. I think it was during the, like, 1730, 1830 queues or whatever. Yep. Something something happened, and I was really mad. I was like, dude, you're queuing at literally the worst time. Everyone's asleep. There's, like, 20 people in your ELO queuing. You're going to get sniped. Like, yep. that's just what it is. That's the way it's going to be. Also, I'm on his account, and it does say here 16,000, so. That is... Uh, it's in a lot of games insane that, bro that is actually nuts i can't oh, believe I'm on that. to count to 14,000 yeah, oh yeah. wolfie's got to beat wolfie's mogao mogao 7,000 7,000 not even close wow i thought it was a grinder 
I mean, seven thousand's a lot. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. that is, that is not even close. Can you look up Meerkat's mane at the very least, uh, Panda? I don't let's know. If, it's probably yeah. It's probably uh, not available. Unlucky. Is there any way to track like scrim timed? Like, do you guys have that on like? May, probably like internally, but I don't think there's an external way. Meerkat says seven point three k on his mane. Bro, there is no, yeah, no way. Wolfie wins. All right, there you yeah, have it, folks. Another 9,000 ranked games on The 2032, all. the most iconic ranked player of all time with 16,000 ranked what games. What about Lass? Is Lass's profile blocked? Lass played a lot of ranked as well. Right? Lass has definitely played oh. a lot of ranked. But he, Lass is 6,000. 6,000. Check, check the pickler. I Let's actually see. don't know what his name is. Because he Maddie, came on Smurfs, I think, it's, right? I think it's just Matty Pocket. Oh, Matty Pocket's more available. No, I thought he had like some like something. He, he's got some Smurfs, but I don't yeah. know. Uh, I don't know what. Got some alt accounts. Yeah, I don't know what their names are though. Um, all right. Normally we close the podcast uh, with a random question. It is almost always involving food because that's what I'm thinking about at all times. <laughs> Today uh, it's something that I was talking about with my friends earlier, and there is a vi- there are only two options to answer this question, but there is only one correct answer. Chicken wings are obviously a great food, gentlemen, mm-hmm. but they come okay. in two forms: <laughs> drumsticks and flats. <laughs> Which way, which type of wing is the best? Pando, we can start with you because Bear is probably going to be wrong. Well, okay. What, what's your definition of best like? Like, like if you could only have, if, if they go, hey, uh, we don't do mixed here. You can order drumsticks or flats. Uh, which one are you ordering? I guess it kind of depends on how hungry I am. Like, flats are just easier to eat and like more efficient because you can kind of just like, you know, and then pull the bones out. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. That's a that's a pretty hard question. I'm not like a huge wing guy either, so I'd okay. say if I had to choose one or the other, I'd probably say drumsticks. <laughs> Spends five minutes talking <laughs> yeah. about why flats are better. Well, if I had to say, well, okay, okay, here's the, here's the logic, right? Here's the logic. Flats might be better, but okay. just based on like the scope of like your life. You're just gonna get more food out of the drumsticks, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, get, you get there's more meat on them. Are you guys trolling? Okay, all right, that's that's fine. But that you get means more food, you get more nutrition, dude. Okay, all right, man. Objectively speaking, like they're just efficiency. The efficiency. Efficiency is what you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, the more efficient uh, wing. All right, <laughs> if you say so, bro. Barra, what what are your thoughts? Um. Okay. This is a kind of a hard question for me because there's some drumsticks that are like really large meat-wise, and I don't like those because the flavor doesn't go all the way through to the bone. And those are normally the ones you get in the grocery store. Like if you make your own like wings or whatever, the drumsticks are like massive, and I don't like those. But every time I go to a wing place and I get uh, wings and the drumsticks are small and easy to eat, I, I like drums better like every time. How could you both be so wrong, man? <laughs> what are you guys saying? Dude, I'm not a wing connoisseur. Like, what do you want from me? Like? Okay, well, right. wings are some of my favorite foods. I love wings. Here I love go. them. And I will, whatever the surcharge is to get all flats and no drumsticks, I will pay. Unless it's like literally double. That's the only way I'm not doing it, man. Flats are just superior. <laughs> there is way more inedible garbage on a drumstick. You can eat every part of the flat besides the bone, but you can even eat that if you are one of those weird people. But drumsticks, like there's so much inedible stuff near the top, man. It's just not good. What? 
water in there, you're saying. Yeah, that's uh, not okay, correct. man. Like, like, what, what, you, what, what was I expecting? What kind of are you eating? Where, like, the, the, you, you just can't eat the top of the drumstick. All right, in, in edible, dude. In that infomercial, it was like eating the drumstick. It's like, oh, not again. <laughs> yes, that's literally me every time, man. Give me flats every single time. All right, Panda, I'm going to give you a chance to re- redeem yourself here, okay? Last oh, week yeah, we did. Yeah, last week we did hard shell tacos versus soft shell tacos. What are your thoughts on that? Um. Okay. Uh, hard shell or soft shell? Soft yeah. shell. Okay. Soft My shell. man. Okay. Soft shell. Okay. But hard do you shell, like hard shells? Apart. Yeah, like I like I like to eat them, but okay. I mean, soft shell soft shell is just easier to eat. Make right. less of a mess. So here's your your basically this is like me trading information to you for coming on the podcast. I'm going to try and help you improve our podcast. I'm going to try and help improve your life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's what you do. You get two, when you make tacos at home, you get two hard shell tacos and one soft shell taco. And then you eat the hard shell taco over the top of your soft shell taco. So that everything that falls out just goes into your soft shell taco. And then you've just got like a slightly crunchy bonus, bigger taco at the very end. Wait, you said two hard shells and one soft shell, but you only yeah. use one of the hard shells? No, 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 no. You eat, you eat both of them over the the soft shell, right? And so, yeah, oh, things are going to oh, spill you like, out. You mean like two tacos? Yeah, yeah, you get two. Like loaded. I thought you meant like yeah, two, two taco so shells. you have three tacos total. <laughs> and, then one, and then one soft one. Like, what are you doing with the other hard shell? So like, then you flip like, the hard out. shell. Yeah, I just like come up with the most intense, like t- weird taco <laughs> thing of all time. Listen. This sure, is, that's a strap. Yeah, that's definitely a strap. It's a good strap. So whatever falls out hops in the soft shell. Yeah, that's right. That. Try it out. Although, okay, go for ahead. For the most part, before before we uh, you know leave, right. if you're eating a taco, like tacos are pretty small, right? So if you have right. a hard shell taco, like you realize like very little bits fall out of that. Yeah. Like you'd just be mostly eating soft shell at the bottom. Yeah, but that you're so like, like, we're cool with that, right? Like we're down to mostly just eat soft shell because soft shell is good. So it's all good, right? Fair enough. Um, okay, now I have to ask the gorilla question. Yeah, now I have to ask the gorilla question. Okay, here's the oh, real I test. Did, I already answered this question on stream. I already, is it the Mifflin question? Yeah, a hundred Mifflin clones versus one one angry alpha male silverback gorilla in a fight to the death. Who wins? Okay, are the Mifflin clones like like switched on for like kill switch mode or like? Yeah, they know they the like stakes. Feelings? Do they have like feelings or like whoa? Yeah, yeah, they know this. Well, okay, they know. Think of think a regular Mifflin like original Mifflin is sitting like hundreds of yards away with binoculars and can telepathically tell the Mifflin clones what to do. Okay, I feel like okay, objectively speaking, the humans would win. That's no, probably. no, that they wouldn't. Incorrect. It's incorrect. That's just incorrect. Panda, panda. You guys are trolling. Oh panda. my god. Oh, what are you, what are you talking about, man? With hundreds of people. Okay, I'd probably say. Probably 50 Mifflins would win against one gorilla. No way! Are you kidding me? The yeah. only way, the only possible way that the Mifflins can win is if the gorilla gets tired of effortlessly murdering them. That's the only way. <laughs> Trolling? Okay. How do, how think, do the Mifflins... I think you guys have a skewed per, like, rea- like, vision of a gorilla. A gorilla's not some like, like oh, have metal you tank. A gorilla before? Basically, yeah. they are. <laughs> They're Back tanks, bro. Branded. They're basically <laughs> tanks, man. <laughs> how, does the, how do the okay. Mifflins even hurt the gorilla? Start like tearing its eyeballs out. What are you saying? Dude? Okay, what now it's blind and it's matter. People, yeah, hundred people, right? They yeah. stack up on this gorilla. That's probably what, like, a lot of pounds on a gorilla. Okay. 
They are not okay. going to coordinatedly dive directly in. Why? Why? Because they can't, there's, the gorillas aren't that big, bro. They, there's only so much surface area. The people in the bottom rip his eyeballs out. He's already in pain. You think he's just going to be like, All right, here's the deal. If the gorilla is sitting on the top of Tilted Tower, if you're able to, like, drop off the Fortnite bus directly on top of the gorillas, sure, okay? If we're go if we're dropping in Tilted Towers, that's fine. But if they, if they have to run at this gorilla across a field, they're toast, man. They're toast. I think you're trolling. All right, imagine this. Okay. You remember back in the day when the Spartans used to like line up like head to head, boom, boom, and then they yeah. would like charge? Right. Okay, you're telling me if there's one gorilla and a hundred of those people all charging, you tell me he'd just run through a hundred of them instantly, not get yeah, tired. Yeah, they don't have any tools. No, they get hit. He'd get hit. But those the Spartans had spears and shields, bro. That's what made them OP. I'm just talking, I'm just talking like formation-wise. Like, yeah, they had their shields. That was a big part of their formation. Hmm. If I they're just standing there, the gorilla rips them apart, man. I think you're trolling. I think you're trolling. Yeah, you're and hard. he's never he's never come back on the podcast, guys. You didn't do your research oh for the podcast. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, come on. You should have been looking at like how strong gorillas I, are. I told you guys, I, I brought this up on stream. Somebody needs to program an app that allows <laughs> you to like test these sort of things, because I guarantee both of you are wrong. I think there is I like a, a monster Dude, like, if like people, animal. If hundred people can get in a gorilla, he would he would chow down to like twenty of them, thirty of them, right? Dead, dead, they're gone. And then eventually, <laughs> eventually, boom, one limb off. Eyeballs. How? Off. How do you rip off a gorilla limb, bro? What? <laughs> like 20 people? No way. Trolling? It couldn't be. Like 20 do it. Mifflins would just grab an arm and just rip it off. Not That's like effortlessly. <laughs> All right. You 20 get the left arm. You 20 get the right Here's arm. Here's the thing, man. Gorillas, gorillas okay, are 20 smart. 20 barracudas would lose. 20 barracudas would lose because they'd be all methodical. <laughs> you got to get in there. You got to get in there. Get the eyes. Rip them out. And then the girl's in pain. And then that's when you just start, you know, going for the ribs. Listen. As soon as one Mifflin gets grabbed by the ankle and the gorilla starts using it as a club, that's like, that's five or six Mifflins per swing that are getting taken out. You know what, what? I mean? get like killed from a single swing yes they're swinging a mifflin oh bro you're, you're dying trolling. you guys are trolling you all right trolling. man this podcast was trolling. good until we had we're never asking oh, the gorilla no. question to a to a hey, guest guys are wrong. ever Dude, again and, man. and it's worse because both of you are wrong so if you have one person like if i had another intelligent person no offense <laughs> okay. with the same opinion as me listen I'd be able to panda, this. I i'm gonna give you the same advice you gave radiance get a grip man get a grip <laughs> thanks thanks for watching everybody thanks for watching the podcast as always make sure you give us a rating on spotify apple Podcasts, all that kind of stuff make sure you're following the whole prediction channel they've got a whole bunch of great podcasts across a bunch of different esports so make sure you guys uh are checking that out and uh catch panda cat on twitch just twitch.tv slash panda cat right pcat yeah yep catch him on the late night cues and uh maybe he'll be getting sniped again who knows it, impossible to tell thanks for watching and uh Barra, you know what to do Bye. That was a good one. Thank you.